Hey, everyone. Welcome to a special bonus Locked On Lakers for the weekend. Andy, uh, when the Lakers finally beat the mighty Oklahoma City Thunder, you have no choice but to set up and record a special episode. And that's what we're doing right now. We'll break this one down next. You are Locked On Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Um, so, Andy, you know, we, as we we're always trying to find ways to bring people more content um, and and good stuff, you know. So, uh, nights like tonight, where we're going into a weekend, uh, and there won't be anything fresh until Monday. Big news early in a day, whatever it might be. We're going to try to throw out some of these like bonus shorter episodes for people. And Andy, they finally got the monkey off their backs. The Lakers have defeated the mighty Oklahoma City Thunder, and they did it in a romp. 116.95 um, on Friday night. And it sounds stupid, like, you know, because it's the Thunder and they're not very good. This was an important game, not just from like losing a third time would be humiliating. But like they, they have to beat bad teams. And so well, they did. And that's good. Yeah. I mean, there, there's the practical angle of it in terms of just they are a 500-ish team that is trying to jockey in the Western Conference and not lose too much ground. Thankfully, a lot of the Western Conference is actually cooperating with them and doing some of the yes. heavy lifting for them by not impressing themselves. But also, too, just the psychological end of this. If you lost three times to this Thunder team that now holds a record for the worst <laughs> loss in NBA history. I'm not from this game. Uh, the Lakers no. beat them decisively 116 to 95, but they, they lost this season by 73 points to the Memphis Grizzlies. Same as Memphis Grizzlies, by I the way. I thought it was 72, but you could uh, be right. I'm I not sure one is necessarily a whole lot better. Than it was the in the 70s. It was in I, the I'm, 70s, right? I mean, yeah, maybe I mean, and honestly, I, I had they even gotten to a point where the Lakers were in control. Of this when it was they were following the blueprint of, of the other games where they build a big lead, and then we and like even if if they had had to fight for this game in the fourth quarter, it would have been a massive disappointment. Um, and I think it was pretty clear because they were pretty sloppy. I thought at the beginning, uh, particularly on defense. Just, you know, they didn't look good. And Anthony Davis missed this game with a sore knee. So maybe they're, you know, Dwight Howard's in the starting lineup. It's a little bit different, you know, the, you know whatever. But they were not attentive uh, with some of the hustle stuff that we've talked about. Westbrook, uh, particularly, I thought was bad in transition a couple moments. LeBron, at about five minutes in, very clearly, guys, we're not effing doing this tonight. Like the, this, we are not screwing this one up. And he he basically um, uh, provided the energy and the leadership and and brought them through and ended up obviously with a big line um, uh, in the game. But like it was pretty clear to me, LeBron was not going to allow this game to go uh, astray. Thirty three points, five rebounds, six assists, thirteen of twenty from the floor. Yeah, three steals, two blocks. He he had a lot of energy on both sides of the ball. And this was something, Brian, we saw a lot covering Kobe for 10 years. And, you know, as much as Kobe played the majority of his time on very good teams during that period, you know, there are still times that even championship teams just didn't have it for whatever reasons or teams that, you know, were at least good to get a round or two in the playoffs. And you mm -hmm. would see Kobe, his body language would basically just reek of – 
I don't care if I have to carry your dumb asses for 48 minutes. We're, we're not doing this. We are simply not doing this. Everybody get the hell out of my way if you're not going to help out. And thankfully, uh, LeBron actually did get some help in this game. And that's me also editorializing a little bit because LeBron, after the Memphis loss, seemed decidedly displeased with his teammates. Um, you know, the, yes. the, point, the point that he made about, you know, I came out with a lot of energy and then the thought bubble is, I don't know what the hell happened with these bums, but no, I know no, I played the rest my of us were off. able to fill in the rest of that sentence for him. Right. Um, but this game, he actually got a lot of help. Austin Reeves was, I believe, if not the first sub off the bench, he was the first guard off the bench, played really well, 13 points, five rebounds, two assists. I know we'll end up talking about him, but also Avery Bradley had Ooh. An incredible game. 22 points on 8 of 14 shooting. 6 of 8 from behind the arc. You know, he's, he's got your floor spacing right here, Pally, to mm -hmm. the people who've been complaining about him, like us. Four steals, and he did a number on Shea Gilgis-Alexander. He yeah, defended uh, the hell out of him. 11, 11 points on 5 of 12 shooting for, for Shea, who has uh, been very good over the last oh, yeah. you know, five or six games. You know, 26 uh, going back his previous three games, 26, 30, and 39. And, of course, lit up the Lakers uh, in those games. But that is not necessarily, Andy, as deep an accomplishment given what the Lakers have done for guards around the league this year. It's really um, their season-long mitzvah, if you will, um, for what they're doing, getting everybody paid. Um, it's funny, like, and, and you know, Frank Frank Vogel could not have been more effusive. The Lakers will get any guard in the league paid but their own. Except their own. That's right. Um, <laughs> Frank Vogel could not have been more effusive regarding Bradley's performance after the game. And he deserved it. And it was very good. He reiterated some of the, um, the, the, the stuff about energy. Dave McMenamin asked him a question, you know, about defensive metrics and stuff like that. Similar to one I asked him, you know, uh, last week, I think it was. And Vogel pointed to energy and intensity and effort and those things that, you know, kind of the, you know, the the intangible stuff that they need from them on a night in night out basis to try to spread to the rest of the team, and then combined with production. And what's interesting about games like this to me is, you know, Bradley was not the problem in Memphis either. Oh, um, he actually played pretty played well pretty good game, game too. For those who don't like Bradley, again, as much of as a lot of it's as a concept, as much as a player, and I don't. I, I, I'm I'm in that group. I do not think overall he's the best option. Games like this, though, the worry is he played really well and it will blind you to six games where he's not. Um, and I mean, I get it. But essentially, Avery Bradley's just been trolling, you know, came out and trolled Lakers Look, fans for a night. I mean, I, I think at this point, it's something Laker fans should stop worrying about because it's going to happen. I mean, if Frank Vogel seemed distracted during the press conferences because he was too busy imagining the statue that he was right. designing for Avery Bradley. And I mean, this this is this is just a guy that Vogel feels very comfortable with and feels like is he's on the same wavelength with at a time where I think it is very safe to say he does not feel consistently on the same wavelength with his roster. Right. And there's, so, no, there's no comfort level there. You're right. Right. So this is just something at this point that is, I think, in, unless other guys step up so much that there really is no logical need for Bradley at all, either literally or conceptually, he's going to be out there. But again, last couple of games, he's been really yeah. good. And he it's, plays it's like important. He did. It plays like it is Friday, like 
all the all, more power to him. Um, let's let's talk about Reeves though, real quick too, because you know he had not been good in the couple games that he had played since coming back from the hamstring. Looked like a completely different player. On Friday, he looked like the guy who you know a lot of people were hoping might start um, and fit into that. In 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 did the things that you look at. Like, it wasn't just the thirteen points and he hit a couple threes and whatever. It's the pass that you know the hockey assist, the smart play, you know, driving into the lane and making the kick out that leads a couple like little simple stuff, and the ball never sticks with him. And so I, I think, you know, if we're back to a place where if this was the version of Austin Reeves that the Lakers could get, it starts to make Frank Vogel have to make decisions. Um, and we're still in a place, Andy, where he is looking for guys who can be decent two-way players who I think can force him out of having to try to figure out on a night-in and night-out basis, is it going to be Malik? Is it going to be Wayne? Is it going to be THT? Which one of my guys is going to give me something from the perimeter? Is Avery going to be shooting well tonight? Is he going to be shooting at all tonight? Um, and you know, this was one of those performances from Reeves where you could see, oh, okay, like he once again showed some utility. The Lakers, they need that. They need because. You know, we haven't seen that kind of consistency from THD, for example. No, um, and I, I actually asked Frank Vogel after the game about putting Reeves in so early, specifically just because the since he's been activated again from that hamstring injury, he's vacillated between not playing particularly well or not playing at all. And Vogel right. said in so many words, you know, there were other guys playing well enough that he couldn't really in his head justify putting Reeves out there, particularly when it didn't seem like he was all the way back. But after last night's game, he was looking for something specific and wanted to put him in early, I think, because it would be as uh, it would be less disruptive to the rotation trying him out early. You know, and they mm -hmm. still had to, you know, mess with the rotation anyway to some degree because Anthony Davis didn't right, play. He, was, he, was, he was a late, exactly. late uh, surprise scratch with uh, a knee injury, a knee issue that – um. Vogel said at this point they don't know exactly what comes next, um, and it seems like everybody was a little bit taken aback by this. Um, mm -hmm. He said before the game that that Anthony couldn't remember anything particular or specific, like a play yeah. that irritated him or something like that, but obviously that's something to keep an eye on, and that's something that was going to force Frank to mess with the rotation a little bit anyway, but he was looking for an opportunity for Austin and ended up early, and he ended up playing really well. Yeah, so you know, we'll see what this what this means for Sunday's game against Orlando. Another game that the Lakers have to win. Like you know, you play you know when they go on the road and face Chicago. That's you know, it's a game you can lose, play well, like Milwaukee. You cannot lose at home to Orlando. You cannot lose that game. Um, and so uh, you know, we'll see what it means with AD, whether or not AD is going to play, um, whether or not somebody like Austin Reeves earns another twenty to five minutes or so uh, in, in that kind of situation. Um, but big for the Lakers to pick up an easy win, uh, very much LeBron driven on Friday night. Um, yeah, really like quick. Say something. Yeah, really quick before we go, cause we're going to be wrapping it up in a sec. I just wanted to give a shout out to Deandre Jordan who mm -hmm. during this game, cause he ended up as the backup center because Dwight started without Anthony Davis there. And he recorded during this game, his 10,000th career rebound which put him, I, I believe he's 45 now on the list, or 44 um, for, for the all-time list. And A, it's, you know, it's a lot of rebounds, and it, it's an achievement. 
But when you think about the fact that DeAndre Jordan was a second round pick and has been doing this long enough and prolific enough to reach that 10,000 mark, that's really impressive. And, you know, DJ's been kicked around a lot, uh, you know, during the season by Laker fans, Laker media. And, and I'm not saying it's been totally undeserved, but he's had a really good career and he's a good dude. And it was cool to see him get that achievement. He joked afterwards that uh, he did not get a game ball uh, after the game and, uh, you know, tough crowd. Yeah, I uh, I just, first of all, he said he didn't even know that he was passing that milestone, which makes him different than me because I would know every milestone because I'm really shallow. And it was nice of you to throw that in there because you feel guilty that you uh, didn't mute yourself on the Zoom conversation. <laughs> and you rudely interrupted DeAndre Jordan's media session with your incessant chatter uh, that wasn't I don't muted. even know so, how much I, I mean, was this talking. Is, I, I didn't even realize. I thought they often mute us in between. Well, you know, you're, you are responsible for your No, I am responsible. I'm not blaming them. I'm blaming me. I'm just saying mm-hmm. I I think I I thought that I had muted myself and then probably in the back of my head I assumed that they muted us because they typically do because I had asked a question to Frank Vogel. No, it's obviously my fault and I feel bad if if I ruined that moment for DeAndre. Ruined, you although, ruined his moment. That's why well, you ruined the, it. The moment was ruined by him not getting the game ball. I just yeah, piled that's on. That's the difference. All right. Well, before we go, Andy, a couple things that we want to let people know, starting with uh, the show, Locked on Lakers, brought to you by Bet Online. Back and better than ever, a new web interface for the basketball season gives you more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website. Sign up today, receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKED ON to receive said bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the games start. Andy, do you know why free trials were new without your consent? It's because it's a business scam out to get you. And don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill. Take control of your subscriptions. Truebill, it's a new app that lets you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or just forgot about, which happens all the time. And on average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link to your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Um, all right. So, again, big win for the Lakers on um, on Friday. Not necessarily. It's not the, the team that they beat, but it's an important win that they got. Cruised through it. 33 points for LeBron James. Five rebounds, six assists. Avery Bradley, 22 points in a nice rebound game for Austin Reeves. Um, something to build on for another, I think, must-win game on Sunday. And we, of course, will be back on Monday uh, with a fresh week of Locked on Lakers. Thanks, everybody, for joining.